Hello, welcome to Mink Life Motivation Live. My name is Anderson, and I am your genius activator and the host of the show today. And today, I'm curious as to, as to know if um, using your emotional intelligence uh, is something that you might have a problem with. Uh, and if that's the case, then this conversation today is the conversation you want to be a part of. Do not forget that you are a part of the show. So if you are watching this, whether right now or later, hit the like button, hit the hearts, uh, and drop your comment in the chat as we want you to be a part of the show. Let's get this party. All right. And if you are watching this show and you're wondering who else is Monica there sitting with, guess what? It's Denise, my Hello, friend, everyone. my neighbor upstairs in, in Canada. Yes. How are you doing today, Denise? I'm doing wonderful. We have sunshine, beautiful day. It's, you know, I had a great night's sleep. Everything's perfect. Life is wonderful. I'm grateful oh, to be here with you and for the people listening. Today is a great conversation to have with you uh, because we are talking about emotional intelligence and romantic partnerships and relationships and all that, which I know is your jammy jam. So I'm so excited. Uh, the question that I have for you is why are you passionate about helping people with their romantic partnerships in your zone of genius? Wow, that's awesome. I'm, I'm excited to talk to people about that and help them out because if like, loving and being loved is amazing right if you can be in a romantic relationship and and be loving and caring and why do people go see so many romantic movie because they're striving to be in that you know loving oh i love you forever and i'll be with you forever but in reality i feel that in relationship we are often lacking that excitement that lust or that that loving feeling that we used to have at the beginning. And some people say, yeah, well, the, the honeymoon phase, you know, phase out after a while. It doesn't mean you have to because enhancing people in their relationship, being emotionally intelligent and being able to understand each other's emotion and understanding one another and communicating with one another and there's so much I can say about that, but also helping people being able to, to not be selfish. Too often we're selfish in relationship and we say, well, if he doesn't do this for me, why would I do that for him? Well, that's the main reason why you should do that for him to really sparkle that, you know, sparkle some love dust in a relationship to, to rekindle the flame, to bring back your loving, caring feeling about the relationship. So being emotional intelligence means also part of that that I've learned when I study emotional intelligence like 26, 30 years ago was to be 100% responsible for how my life is. So if I'm unhappy in a relationship, it's my fault. So I either leave <laughs> or I do something about it in order to enhance the relationship. 
So that's all I have to say for now. I'm sure we'll have a lot more interesting questions because I could talk for half an hour. <laughs> I know. I know. This is literally your topic. So <laughs> I was so excited to have the conversation with you. Um, I know you guys all thought Yo was going to be here, uh, but she actually had uh, come up uh, unexpectedly. And so I'm sitting in the seat for her. And typically the conversations that I am a part of um, ones that I kind of step in the most on is uh, the business topics. And so this life topic, uh, you know, it might be like, okay, well, if your zone of genius is helping people in business, then how does this topic, how do you, how are you passionate about helping people in this topic? And the, the, the short answer is the entire reason why I created Mink Life Motivation was to help people live healthy, wealthy, and fulfilled. Uh, and that goes across the board in everything we do. I enjoy when people have healthy relationships with themselves uh, so that when they are in these romantic partnerships, uh, that they can bring the best version of themselves to them, that they can learn uh, from those experiences, that they can reflect on what, what, what is happening in those conversations with their romantic partners. Uh, and it allows them to then become, uh, continue to develop themselves and continue to become the best versions of themselves. I love helping people understand what wealth looks like, not just in dollars, but in experiences in the world and being able to enjoy life uh, to its fullest. And that a lot of times comes with romantic relationships um, and also knowing when you don't feel good in a relationship and needing to uh, make different choices or move differently. Um, so I enjoy really helping people understand that. Most of all, I enjoy helping people feel be fulfilled uh, in those relationships and being able to, you know, like fully immerse themselves in the glory that is love, right? That, that like bathing of that unconditional love and what that looks like. And so many of us are walking this earth, not understanding what unconditional love looks like because we can't even love ourselves unconditionally. Uh, and so this conversation today, I am passionate about having with Denise because <coughs> this is going to be a doozy. So buckle up. Uh, but in the process, if you yes. don't forget, you are part of this conversation too. So chime Comment in. in the chat. Uh, and also hit that like button so we know that you're there and that you are digging this conversation we're having. So let's get motivated. All right. Let's let's focus on today's topic, which is um, romantic partnership. And I want to ask you, Denise, why is emotional intimacy? Right. Because when we think everyone thinks intimacy is sex, but it's actually about that emotional connection. Right. So what mm -hmm. is why is in, emotional intimacy important for professionals to thrive in business? Thank you for that question. And emotional intimacy is really important because nowadays it's not like when my parents were together years ago where often the mom would stay at home and then the dad would go to work and, and that was the role, right? The mom was a full-time mom. The dad was a full-time working and they, they were both um, having their task and and that was it but nowadays a lot of couples even with children both are working and i found that having an emotional intimacy in order to thrive in business you really need to connect and 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 share task and i think by having that emotional intimacy which means that really sharing how you feel about different things that are going on in and outside the house with your work or inside the house with the kids and the household 
will make a big difference in not feeling that, for example, if we talk to the typical family, I'm sure there's millions of different combinations, but the if you know, often the woman will take more charge towards the children and organizing a calendar and all that. I've met more of them, let's put it this way, than I've met men that are taking charge. And but if you're able to have that sharing your feelings, sharing your needs, if you feel that it's too much, being able to to feel comfortable to say, hey, I need some help here. I would like to, to get some support from you in those areas. And same for the husband. He might have needs that the, 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 the partner don't see or associate. But if you don't express them, if you don't build that, able to talk about anything with your partner, often I feel that couples, they say, oh, I could never tell him that. No, I could never tell her that. Then, then there's a lack of connection. There's kind of a buffer between the two individuals and they are not connected. But when you're totally fulfilled in your household and then you go into your business and then you're able to live the life you need to live in your business and have the space to work on that business, but feel that whatever is going on at home is fine, it's beautiful. And then you go, you go work with your business and then you feel like, yeah, I'm empowered. I feel supported by my partner. I feel like I have an ally with me to say, hey, yeah, okay, I understand. You have to work hard this week. I'll, I'll do more at home. That's fine. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm supporting you. So when you feel supported, it helps really to, to grow your business, to grow your intimacy with your partner and to have a wonderful relationship. Oh, can't hear you. There we go. Now we're unmuted. Live TV, baby. Live TV. Uh, so, um, oh, we lost her. Isn't that awesome? So, I can talk some more. About <laughs> so, Monica will come back. She just jump off the internet, I guess. So, um, what we can do also is it's very important for couples. However, oh, she's back. It's important for for a couple to really learn to respect one another. So it's a big thing also to be able to share that intimacy, but then have the respect of what other people say. If you if you don't feel the trust from the other person when you share your feelings, then there's a big dissonance because then you don't. Well, I'm not going to share because he's not going to respect me. So Monica, come back. Oh, did she jump off again? I guess she did. Okay, so let's go to the next question. How has emotional intimacy has been uh, for you in the past and how did you overcome it? Um, good question. I felt like I, one of my latest relationship was um, with someone with whom I could not really share my emotional intimacy. It was a really weird relationship and I'm not going to get into details, but um, the way it was is um, if I, I, whenever I would voice my needs or my feeling, I would often get shut down because the other person was not in a position to be able to have a reciprocal energy with me. And I feel that by sharing that, by being able to... Um, now I learn and with my relationship, I come in a lot more open from the start. And if and then I know if that didn't work from the start, if that didn't um, 
if I cannot have that emotional intimacy with the partner, then I know right away that it's not what I want. And then I just step out and I go and say, sorry, I don't think we're a fit unless you're willing to want to open up and you're willing to want to share with me and have that intimacy. So, so I feel that with a relationship, when you are um, not being able to, to be yourself and really be able to express yourself just the way you want, then you have to question why you are in that relationship. Because no one in a relationship should be hold off from being yourself, being able to be silly sometime and being able to be very serious sometime. And, and that's all part of the emotional intimacy. It's all part of being able to accept the other one just the way they are. And that's the person you want to spend the life, your life with. So if you can't accept that, then you have to reconsider. And too often people think as they move into a relationship and continue on, oh, he's going to change, she's going to change. I, I, can't, I can't help them change the way I want. And by experience, no, that doesn't work very well. People are the way they are. They might choose to change, but you cannot expect them to be somebody else than the person you've met. So it's really important to to really have that consideration. So what about networking? Who should you ask for help when you are trying to solve problem with romantic relationship? Me. <laughs> but often um, people, they don't, they, they talk, if it's a woman, she would very easily talk to their girlfriend and, and they would easily, um, like share, open their heart and say, oh, blah, 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 my, my, my husband, my boyfriend, whatever. But I found that men don't always have, men don't always have that, that outcome, that outlet where they can go and share with other guys because guys are, are not supposed to have like soft feeling, right? So, so I think for, for, for a man to be able to to share their feeling, maybe, well, find a coach, maybe <laughs> ask me, but also you could find a, um, a, a woman that is not your, your partner and be able to share those, um, those problems that you try to solve because it's important to, and also increase that communication path with your partner. I've studied a lot like the five love language. And often I found that when there are dissonance, I have the word in my head, but it doesn't come out. So misalignment with, um, with your partner, I found that a lot of time we don't really understand their love language. And what are love language? Love language are when your partner would, for example, for me, I like quality time. I like to spend time with someone that, for example, let's, let's do gardening together. Let's do, let's go for a walk together. Let's go for a drive together. Let's go have a bite to eat together. Let's, um, you know, let's do some home project together. Let's go. I used to have a motorcycle and I sold it because I had nobody to ride a motorcycle with me. So, but I would go anytime somebody would say, Hey, let's go like do things together. That's my love language. So anytime someone 
would um, bring back, like do something with me that would work. So what is your love language? It might be have receiving gift. It might be all that. So when you talk your your love language, when you talk your the partner love language and increase filling up their, their love thing, that would help you also resolve problem because often problems are led because the other person is not being seen or understood. So increase the communication with your partner and also um, work out, you know, if you can't find anyone to talk to, look for an expert in relationship, maybe a counselor or a coach, and they can help you too. Welcome back, Monica. Hey, had a little bit of an internet blackout. <laughs> I was here blabbling away. I told you I could talk for half an hour, you know. Thanks for giving me space, you know. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, uh, I, I guess the question um, kind of uh, who do you, I'm not sure what question it is that we're on. So the, the one we're talking now. So who should you ask for help when you are trying to solve problem with romantic relationship? Yes. So I, I would honestly say there's a, there's so obviously Denise is someone that you want to talk to. Um, I have been into an intimate, I've seen an intimate side of what she does uh, with couples. And I know that she to walk through uh, work, doing work, right? Uh, uh, while you're working on your relationship. And so I would definitely say Denise is someone that you should go to for that. Um, what I would also say is uh, that anytime you're getting support in talking about your relationship with people, uh, realize that the only thing you can do is react differently. You can't change the other person. Uh, and so going to someone like Denise and saying, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine, but we need to fix this person <laughs> is not going to happen. Right. So one of the reasons why I like um, Denise's program is because she works with couples separately and then together. You know, the beautiful part about finding your soulmate, right, or finding someone and being in a relationship with them is it is a direct reflection of how you are, how you are being perceived in the world, right? Mm -hmm. And so although, you know, a lot of times we will look in the mirror and we'll just want to change the mirror, the reality is that that mirror is only reflecting back who yeah. we are showing up as in that moment. Uh, and so those, those, uh, people like Denise who actually work with the couple separately and together, as opposed to just uh, kind of coming in and doing the counseling uh, together, uh, is it allows you to do the gym work that you have to do in order for that reflection in the mirror to look yeah. better. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. If you don't want to look fat, <laughs> if you don't want to look fat on the side, you know, in there, you got to actually do the gym work by yourself. So, so when you look in that mirror, it looks like, like how you want to look. And I love the Facebook uh, user saying communication is the key. Uh, we are not mind readers and speaking out our thoughts and feelings is the only way we're going to be understood. Uh, and it's Absolutely. so true. Um, so, you know, that's that's my long answer to the very short question of who should you ask for help? 
Uh, and I guess technically it's, it's self-promoting in some ways because Denise is, is on this show. But uh, yeah. it's important. It's important that if but you're like- going to Denise, that you do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I like your analogy of, you know, if you don't feel that what you see in the mirror, you don't look good. You want to go to the gym and, and feel better. But what I do is I don't send people to the gym. I send to the people to the mental gym, mental fitness. So co- consider your your brain just like the muscle you want to build when you go to the gym. And it's and it's by working your mental fitness that allows you to to change your appearance in your mind. So build new neurological connection that allows you to actually decide exactly how you want to think as opposed to go with the old programming of years of whatever happened in your life in the past that created that neural connection. If you want things to be differently, you have to act differently and build new connection in your brain and make that bond really strong. And the other one will just atrophy, just like when you have a cast, your muscle will atrophy. Same thing with your neuron. If you don't go yeah. there anymore, if you don't have those behaviors anymore, it won't happen, appears anymore. And I don't remember who I was talking to. Um, it may have been you. It may have been someone else. And uh, and they were saying that, you know, typically if you're annoyed with someone else's behavior, it's because you see yourself in that behavior. And so kind of having to rewire your brain to think, oh, I'm annoyed with this person's behavior. Do Am I just annoyed with me when I show up that way too? is mm-hmm. is hard it's super hard to kind of start thinking that way and when yeah. someone does something not to immediately be like oh my god they're so annoying but to be like okay wait a minute like that is annoying do i do that like is that something that i can change in me uh, so that i don't show up in that mm-hmm. way uh yeah. th- so you're you're the work the mental work that we're always talking about right the mental yeah. the mindset yeah. stuff um is is harder than it seems because we always want to look outward as something else being the problem. Mm-hmm. To mm-hmm. uh, and it's just not, it's, it's yeah. 99% of the time. It's the perception we have of what is happening yeah. as opposed to the thing that is actually happening. Yeah. Tony Robbins says, and I love that. And I use it all the time is that when you have a negative emotion, whether you're annoyed with someone, you're angry, you're, you're fearful, whatever that is, it's you have to either change your perception or your procedure. Mm-hmm. So often when we get negative emotion, it's because our perception of the event in front of us is a certain way. Yeah. Because somebody else can be sitting or standing beside you and not have that negative emotion. So why would someone not have it and you have it? It means that the perception is like the filters, the the years of baggage that you carry on your on your back over the years that make yeah. you see the situation as being negative or have negative feeling about whatever you, it's in front of you or inside of you. So when you start to change your perception, which means that you're peeling out those layers of old programming, you can discover something that is totally different. You would not perceive a situation as as negative or you won't have a negative feeling towards things that are happening in your life because yeah. you decide to change the way you perceive it. And the procedure is maybe you go the wrong way about 
approaching people. Like if you go in a networking event, live networking event, and you haven't done that in three years, and then you walk in and people are conversing between one another, and you bunch in and say, hey, guys, what are you doing? What's going on? It's like, And then they kind of look at you weird, and they say, oh, I'm sorry, we're just in the middle of conversation. Your procedure, and then you feel rejected, and you feel like nobody loves you. Well, the procedure yeah. might be not the right one. So maybe, right. you know, like act differently, do different things. And your perception is not the problem, is the, the procedure. You don't go the right way about the event. So I love those two, like procedure and, and perception. Yeah, I love that, which brings us to our last get knowledge, right? Um, and that is, what is your one tip for calibrating your life um, focused by focusing on our romantic partnerships? Hmm. Well, the one tip is, uh, and I talk a lot about that. I have a, a talk that is the three level of relationship. And in the three level of relationship, there's the I, which is me, the I is you. The we, which is the relationship with you and your partner, your loved one, your close person. If you have kids with your kids or close family and the they, which is everyone around them. But the, the key element is that the I the first one is the most important because you're in all those three levels. You are in your close relationship and you are interacting in the world. So the best way to, to have calibrate your life by focusing on romantic partnership is to, to really find who you are, what you like, and, and take care of yourself. Like don't don't because if you deplete yourself all the time, some people are giver and they would they, they're doormats, right? They get step on all the time and they give themselves incredibly, you know, without you know, and then they feel depleted, they feel lonely, they feel left out. So love yourself first unconditionally. And what did they say, right? Like it's much easier to give from a full cup than an empty cup. So fill your cup, love yourself, look at yourself in the mirror and say, Denise, I love you. You know, and do things for yourself. Like when you take a, your nice warm cup of tea or coffee in the morning and say, I love having that drink in the morning and appreciate that. Increase your gratefulness around you. And that will show up in your relationship. That will show up in your environment with everybody else around you. When you're complete, everybody else will, will benefit from that. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Uh, so the one tip that I'm going to give uh, is um, about yelling. Um, a lot of us feel like, uh, hurt when we're yelled at, right? Someone's yelling at me. Why are they? Like, you're yelling at me. Don't yell at me. Uh, and I want to, uh, earlier we were talking about kind of like reframing or rethinking, you know, or the, per the perception. And I would like to reframe our perception around yelling. Um, so mm -hmm. yelling only happens when people are not hurt right? When people feel not heard. So um, if you find yourself yelling, reflect inward about why do I feel like I'm not being heard? Um, and how can I go about this differently so that my message can be heard? And if you hear someone yelling, don't immediately go like, I can't believe, oh my gosh, you're yelling at me. But think, okay, this person is yelling. So that means they don't feel heard how can I hear them better? How can I understand their perspective and where they're coming from? Because they're not yelling at me to be mean. They're yelling at me because they feel unheard. Uh, and if we could do that in 
our, if we can practice that in our romantic partnerships uh, and practice that empathy, that immediately I need you like a person you're yelling at me, you're yelling feel heard. Can I hear you? I understand where you're from. You feel like you need to yell and then be able to kind of apply that in other mm. relationships in our lives and go yeah. a lot further. Cool. Yeah, I love that. And I, there, who, who is their default? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And what I, what I realized also with life is when, when people yell at you, as you said, they, they need to be heard. Yeah. And then don't yell yourself and say, oh, please tell me more. And yeah. why do you feel like that? And let question them, make them express themselves. They need to be heard. They need to be expressing themselves and give yeah. them that space. And it's not always easy, but in the end, you will see, like it will make a life of a difference in, the, in how the person reacts. Yes. So uh, we are rounding the base. announcement Denise uh, will you yeah absolutely oh where'd he go here he is so I have created a system called the breakthrough system and I invite you to book a call with me or uh, look me up my, my email is denise at denisebelil.com either either one but if you book a call with me the breakthrough system is a system where it could be any area of your life either romantic relationship financial relationship like business building goals for how much how much money you want to make in 10 years and all of that and it takes you from that big ultimate goal to what do you have to do right now in order to achieve that goal it seems if i just ask you that right now you say i don't know but that system will allow you to really know what you need to do right now in order to get to your ultimate goal. And that could be for relationship. It could be for anything. So reach out to me. I would love to book a call with you and take you to that system. And you'll see like it's uh, the people have, I've just created that about a month ago and I've taken like five or six people through it. And they're, they're like, I can't believe how, how concise and easy it is. Now I know what I have to do every day. So book a call with me and you'll see, discover that for yourself. Yeah, and uh, if you would like to connect with me, um, I have a fantastic page called MonicaMHenderson.com where you can follow me on all of my social media uh, and also book a call with me directly as well. Uh, I have been on this journey uh, at the beginning of this year of uh, building emotion intimacy with uh, people on social media because I find that when I'm vulnerable and when I am... Uh, not love your life dot me because that's yo definitely go there definitely go there uh, but uh, go to monicamhenderson.com uh, to book a call and this intimacy that I am I am sharing the vulnerability that I am sharing uh, is also the same vulnerability that we ask of other people and I'm just doing it first so if you want to know more about me if you want to kind of learn more about um, the journey that I'm on as I near retirement uh, very soon here, uh, then let's have a chat or go to my website and stalk me. All of my social media handles are there uh, at monicamhenderson.com, just like my name, but with a .com at the end. Uh, so that is up for me, but here's what's happening in our community. 
uh, you know, we always, there it goes. <laughs> Bro! Yeah, so you know, as well, we have lots of things going on, but uh, our community is not a community without you being a part of said community. So come on the show. We would love to have you here with us talking about these amazing conversations. You can go to www.minklifemotivation.com forward slash live so that you can actually apply to be on the show. Um, Also, if you are enjoying the show, uh, and you've been hitting that like button and you're like, wait a minute, these these crazy people on here are talking about all the things that I want to learn about. Uh, you can listen to us on the go and we are streaming at all of your favorite podcast locations. So you don't want to, uh, all you have to do is search Mink Life Motivation Live. And last but not least, if you are a dynamic speaker, we're looking for you. Calling all dynamic speakers. So many people are struggling. Together, we have the power to create a global impact. We are looking for dynamic speakers to partner with us in our mission to help millions live healthy, wealthy, and fulfilled. We need speakers in four areas of expertise. Personal development, business development, brand development, network development. Apply today at www.nextglobalvirtualconference.com. Yes, conference. Going to be exciting. I know. I'm so excited. We have so many great speakers already. We are especially looking for life coaches, right, Denise? Uh, And we're also looking for uh, branders. So if you are a marketing expert or a life coach, we need to talk to you. So go to that link and sign up to be a speaker on the conference. Uh, thank you so much, Denise, for holding it down for me when the internet kicked me out. Always well, you could talk for the whole half an hour. <laughs> and the little bit of the conversation that I got to enjoy with you today was awesome. So thank you so much. And we'll thank see you me. all next time. Uh, actually, tomorrow I will be your host. Uh, and we will be maximizing your business through leadership. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.